0: Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Peters. I'm my co-host, Craig Poston, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finances.
1: What's up, man? What's going on? Not much. How was your week? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it, was, it was good. Yeah. Um, okay, it was, it was, let's say, lukewarm. Lukewarm. <laughs> so, let's see, man, what happened this week? Yeah, I was incredibly busy this week. Of course, work. Work is always going to be work. Other parts were like... So I finally got the the other property finished up with the renovations and stuff. So the, the flooring is all good and stuff like that. Um, had a couple of people come by to give it a clean. The first guy he didn't do that great of a job, but so I got like another crew to come by and they did like a really good job. After that, then you know just posting out that room for for rent. I like trying to get someone in there so it can you know just start making more money on that one. And then so I was also showing the the unit right next to us off to a few people and I got like someone interested and they signed a lease like this past week and stuff but they told me like a few days ago that they wouldn't be able to pay yeah like they, they didn't have like the money to do like the first month's rent and stuff like that and because they were like doing like I guess here in San Antonio they have uh, what's known as NHSD which is like a housing uh, support type of district yeah thing and so like it really depends on like what district of of san antonio we're in and i think you we have like 10 districts and i guess the property that i'm living at right now that's like right outside the districts because like it's literally like right outside of san antonio too it still says san antonio but we're like right outside the city limits we're still part of like the county which is bear county so i guess they weren't gonna get assistance from that they never told me about that like they were gonna they needed assistance to do the movement and stuff but they signed a lease so now i'm like in this situation where i have a lease that's signed people are supposed to be there and i have to follow the leads just like they do so i necessarily can't just go in and start showing the blaze and start doing that i have to get like some sort of termination agreement set up but um it's just been like a lot of back and forth or, or a lot of a lot of forth not a lot of back because they don't want to hit me up back yeah that's just and something to do with and then yeah yeah just just life man other than that I'm trying to trying to get ready for the wedding. Try to look at some venues what we're gonna probably do today after the podcast. just call up a few places, see what we can do, and yeah just planning out wide.
1: all right man yeah, congratulations, man. I uh, appreciate <laughs> it, yeah, no, that's me and my wife. We didn't do the traditional route, so we we missed out on all that picking out this and that, which actually happens a lot while you're in the military like uh some people like they just go ahead and do the get, get married legally like you yeah, just go to totally. go to the courthouse get yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cause a lot of times you're, you're going to be away from family anyway, or you're going to be no. your, or timeline doesn't work because between no. PCS and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then I know some people actually, they go through the whole traditional thing, but I don't regret it. I, I think my wife still wants to do a ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. So she still wants to do that. So, uh, but which is great by now waiting, uh, I'd say we can probably afford it. Right. So we, yeah. we can actually, uh, put the money away and actually have something where we're not in and. Like so much debt. Yeah, because that's what you find out uh, with with weddings. People get in a lot of debt because they're trying mm-hmm. to make yeah, getting this elaborate wedding. And uh, and I know some some families actually pay for the wedding, so which actually lowers the debt for uh, the people getting married. Yeah, because uh, the interesting thing is that if it's a male female
0: like wedding, then the female's parents typically would cover. Yeah, this is like how usual tradition. I mean, I'm not a shell person. Anyways, so I don't really care. I plan on paying for it anyways. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't think eloping is bad because, like you said, there's so many situations, especially in the military, at least that there's like typically no families around except for you and the person you're with. Yeah. Right. So, like, it becomes fairly inconvenient with the military. Everything's dynamic. You can be deployed. You can, yeah. like, be on different shifts that aren't like conducive to it. May not be guaranteed leave to, to do the things you want to do. So, yeah, eloping might be like the most consistent way to do it or easiest way to do it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it just worked out our situation. I think uh, we're going through basic training, and AIT, and then the next step would be orders getting cut and you go somewhere. If You don't make a decision and des- decide to marry the person that you're with, right? What happens is they get left behind. Yeah. And then the chances starting to lessen that you you this may happen because if you start getting busy with your career in the military, which that can happen because your first duty station, you can get deployed as soon as you get there. So, so you never know your situation, which was funny cause that almost happened. I always got deployed as soon as I got to my new duty station, but somehow the deployment fell through. And then it happened the following year, which I'm glad it happened the following year cause I had, I could plan better. Uh, and it turned out better cause I was able to move uh, my wife and daughter back, back to Texas so they could be with their family. And that way I didn't have to worry about them. Like i you know, yeah. That was just one piece I didn't have to worry about. I just made sure they had money, had the things they needed. Any bills were all covered, you know, and then it, it, yeah, at the time that just, everything just worked out just like that. So it didn't, it, it wasn't where you could just go like, all right, hey, I don't want to deploy. I want to get married or I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah, you, you normally don't, don't do that. You just kind of, <laughs> yeah, uh, you do what we say.
0: Yeah. You get no say. So.
1: Yeah. So uh, it seems like in that situation, we made the right decision because, yeah, I think things would have moved so quick that we wouldn't have had time. Uh, yeah. yeah, And I don't think a lot of people don't realize that the
0: the point of getting married isn't to do the ceremony. It's to, you know, be married.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs>
0: yeah you know, I'm like one of those people. I don't I'm not like a big lavish spender or not a spender much, if any. So like, I don't mind getting a lobes or anything. But like I also wouldn't mind like having like a, like a wedding ceremony and stuff. But, like, I also don't care, like, who goes. Yeah. Like, as long as, like, me and the, the fiancé are there, then I'm I'm good. Like, I yeah. can't care who else is there. Yeah. No, that's just, like, my views on him. Yeah.
1: That's good, man. Yeah. So, I guess for me, you know, I, I have to talk about the goals because my no. birthday. Uh, it is past it now. Yeah. Two days past it. So, I want to say I did not. I don't want to say I did not make all my goals. But the reality is I did not meet all my goals. I did meet majority. I would say that I put to because one in reality I made only one goal, but the thing had subtasks under it. That's kind of yeah, like milestones. Stuff yeah, like that. yeah. So the the number one goal and only goal really was to uh, buy uh, investment properties. I put the word s in there, or for properties, yeah. and uh, that's where I messed up. I didn't meet properties. Yeah, right. But put the parentheses on there. Like yeah, I know. I should have. I should have did it that way. <laughs> And then, you know, there was like sub goals, like, uh, save 80 K. I knew that was a, a, a reach, but the whole point is, uh, to push yourself. Right. So right. I knew that was a reach and then like uh, analyzing a hundred, properties, that was, uh, kind of, <laughs> kind of hard to do cause you got to sit down long enough to, to do all these things. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot. Like, even if you did one property in 80, that's a hundred days, that's a third of the
0: year. Yeah. So just to analyze them, and, I mean, like, it, of course. It would probably be quicker as you kind of continue to do them and do them yeah I mean there's so many things to kind of look out for and especially if you're like if you haven't done it before and if you' actually you haven't like taken action out them then it can be hard
1: yeah I think actually buying buying a property it actually made it a little bit easier to understand why you should analyze it I didn't get a bad deal, but the thing is now when you look at everything that goes in it you have to kind of pre-plan just a little bit like yeah. uns- or if you're gonna do a property manager knowing how much the fees are. The market rents maintenance uh, yeah maintenance if anything needs to be replaced capital expenditures yeah yeah i was trying to think of that it was one, one more thing that i know i was uh, that i'm i'm noticing like while while you do it but the thing is if i didn't just take that first step i don't think i would have it would have clicked in my brain to understand uh, about why you should analyze it cuz uh, just like um knowing if okay here here are the fees of the property manager here is the here's the market rent that is going for and then, then all your, like you said, your, their maintenance, your maintenance uh, fees, for something that you're gonna replace, or if it's uh, any updates or it, all these different things, you gotta, gotta sit to the side and try to make sure that you're gonna have money for this whole project that you that you got going on. And then it made me like you know understand loans a little bit better, because another one goes like finding banks that fund projects. Uh, pretty much, I guess if any bank, you know, likes you as a, as a client will probably fund your project, uh, besides, besides, you know, doing a private money lender or something like that, it, where it, things are a little bit different where you, you work out a different deal. Another one was like, meet other investors. And that was, you know, like I said, in the last podcast, I was going to go to this investor good. meeting. Yeah. It was a, yeah. the Rio Alamo Rio. I think that's what it's called. It was actually, it was pretty cool. You know, not, not what I expected, but what I expected. So, but it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it it's it's pretty good though to go to some type of networking event. Uh, and I saw how they were doing it where they just like, they had a, a, a section where they just, you just, hey, what issue you have? Yell it out to everybody, right? And then like, hey, do you know such and such? Or do you know like as a plumber or do or you have a good real estate agent or you have a, a good tax attorney? You know, like, yeah, it was it was de- definitely uh, informative and enlightening, and enlightening. And mm-hmm of what uh, uh with trying to do this so i'm kind of glad that you sent me that link because I, I i'm glad i took the action you know yeah. to go ahead and just uh register and i was just like no i'm a register right now i don't care if i don't know if i can make it and then and, and i made sure i made it even though i was late <laughs> <I'm> like, <Yeah. laughs> you already know me man I'm, I'm tired of the party all the time so <laughs> yeah i was I because mean, we still had family stuff going on and i but i still made it uh i made made because i still had a good hour and a half to actually be there so I'm glad I took advantage of it yeah uh, yeah, and then uh you know getting my contacts up too for like uh contractors real estate agents and I think that's going to be all, always ongoing like we constantly yeah. meet people that where you, you you're uh, finding so like uh, yeah I started that but I do need to make it organized where I got like a book where uh, you know with all the cards and or yeah. written and down numbers stuff. yeah pretty much so. Man, I know nowadays no one has a black book everyone uses their uh smartphone to do everything you just you know load it up but just having it on hand just in case you know because i i don't know if you ever had this issue when you go get a new phone somehow you lose all your contacts (laughs) like even though like you're supposed to like save everything and then transfer it to the new phone Mm -hmm. i think my last uh adventure with that i tried saving it something happened where it didn't finish or Mm -hmm. something like that yeah, transfer a property, and then, like, I went went to go get the new phone. They tried to transfer for me, and I, I think we, it, yeah, it, it exited or something before it could finish, and I'm just like, you know, just give me the phone, and then, I, yeah, so I had, had no contacts, only some contacts, because I did partially save to my laptop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so with me, I, I do, like, the Google stuff, so in Google Drive, Google
0: Contacts, they'll keep, like, everything there, and then you can reload them. Yeah. Um, like, it's pretty simple. I mean, it just takes a little bit of time to do it but I, I'm also team Android versus like team Apple. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's probably why mine is integrated a little bit differently than yours is because I, I haven't seen on an Apple and I, I used to have an Apple and I will say it was a little bit more uh, difficult at that time, but this was like maybe 10 years ago or yeah, or like eight years ago when I had an iPhone.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do have a uh, Apple and I, uh, I, I I think it's because it kind of it's one of those things you have it and you just like you just keep going and instead yeah. of just switching you just like I right, I'll just get another one when that one dies or whatever because I'm not a I'm not a big upgrader I'm just uh, yeah. my phone's paid for I'm just gonna keep it till I have to upgrade again um, yeah. so that yeah that's usually my idea with cell phones because I mean it's a cell phone it does its job <laughs> yeah no I agree but I mean I like I'm a definitely like hiring as as
0: like some of our conversations like. Like what is it on my phone, or like uh, I'll just be on the app on it because it just makes it more convenient. Like I don't have to have my laptop in front of me, yeah. So, so like, like so for example, like coming up with stuff for the podcast, I can just do it from my phone. Um, I have like a lot of tasks, a lot of Google calendars, stuff like that. And yeah. at least from an from Android perspective, there's like a lot of widgets you can use. Um, and you can like have a calendar up on like its own page. You can have like all your tasks up on its own page. I have yeah. like, my Audible out there, my Spotify. Like I have little notes thing. So like if I'm listening to something or if I hear something that I need to like take a note real quick, I'll do that. Yeah. Um And then like, I mean, granted, and we kind of talked about maybe like a, a podcast or two ago where like we have like physical books that we write stuff in. Um Even if, like you said, like your black book. And sometimes like I'm like, I'm not near the book. And I'm like, crap, I don't know. Like it works like someplace else I was like saying just at home and I'm at work. I'm like, crap, I need, yeah. I need it. Like now uh, So I will typically like take pictures of it or just like have some sort of other copy of it
1: somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, besides that, I think uh, now I have to uh, create a new goal uh, so I can continue this birthday resolution goals. Cause I think, I think it was a little bit different. Uh, and it actually, I actually was, uh, was keeping up with it. I think sometimes when I do a, that, uh, what's that New Year's resolution, I don't always keep up with it, even if I have it on my wall or whatever, yeah. but this one I actually was keeping up with so I could see what I can do. Um, I, uh, I'm, and I'm gonna probably do the same thing again probably make, make some goals where it's going to be a little bit unreachable just to see if I can do it because yeah. you don't want it to, you don't want, you don't want to hit, execute all your goals because then, and it's like you didn't make them hard enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, not to say you're doing it because, you know, not reaching them because of laziness, but if you can't reach it because, okay, the time frame didn't work out or the amount that you were trying to save, just it just didn't work out because of the fact that things come up, Uh, especially Mm -hmm. if you have a family, uh, just like our our AC, uh, for some reason it went out. It's a a new AC, by the way, but come to find out it was a fuse and, it's just you know certain things like that pop up and guess what you still got to pay for
0: it. Yeah, like a lot of variables that you don't yeah. necessarily account for when you just write down the the simple goal of like let's say get a six pack, right? Yeah. Well, you don't put on there like hit the gym x amount of times. Eat yeah, certain amount of like a diet, right? Make sure you're still moving around even if you can't go to the gym. Yeah, like that like you don't necessarily write down everything. So, um, which is like i guess a different take on goals like if you write something down like like analyze it to the point to where there's nothing that'll keep you from that goal uh yeah but i mean like most people wouldn't do that anyways yeah and and it, most people they, if they do, do if they do that and they see everything that you had to do to make that goal a reality they probably wouldn't even start like yeah. they wouldn't even try it so to me like there there's like a what's called ignorance is bliss Yeah, maybe not knowing everything that has to go into it is good because at least you start, at least you're going through it, at least you're working towards it, and and now you can kind of gauge while you're going through. Like, well, I may not hit it, but I'll be able to hit this amount, and maybe for the
1: rollover goal or the next milestone, I can just push it out a little bit further. Yeah, because I kind of heard that with the entrepreneur. I can't remember who it was. I was listening to on a podcast, and like she was actually. It could have been the the woman that did spanks, and I think that might have been it. Uh, but oh, she, uh, uh, lady, uh, Sarah Blakely. yeah. And I think uh, one of the things she said uh, that she's kind of glad that she didn't know the normal process mm. to do something because, yeah, she might not have done it because she she basically just went forward with yeah. her own process. She didn't follow the normal path that all the other people did to get their product in the store. She kind of just like came up with her own way to do it. And um, and it was because, well, like you said, ignorance is bliss, right? She didn't know. It's not that she wasn't smart. It's just the fact that she just didn't know the normal process. Yeah. And, no, she's, and she's great. She's a. I definitely follow her
0: um, as for like business and stuff like that because I think yeah. she's like just a a great uh, business person. She started like really young, like you said, doing spanks and stuff. Um, and then even her husband uh, uh, Jesse Itzler, he's a really.
1: Like smart guy on business and like life and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh I, you know, I guess it could go along with our our title too, right? Uh, you know, be an opportunist or yeah. is, is it or let me actually pull this up so I can get the the right title that we actually named it. <laughs> it well, actually that is it. Be an opportunist. All right, and again, I got it right. I got it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we actually do try to write a script. It, so, you know, following it, not so much. <laughs> terrible script. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah. So I mean, that's what's going on uh, with my my life and goals. You know, you know, still trying to troubleshoot life as always. Uh, trying to trying to get better every year. That's that's always the thing. Uh, regardless of his career or his investments or his family related, it's always trying something new and and uh seeing what works. Yeah. How's the kids at uh, basketball? Um, they think they're superstars, but uh, you know, they, yeah, so they enjoy it. <laughs> they enjoy it, right? <laughs> so that's uh it, it's pretty funny, especially watching my son play basketball It's actually uh, pretty, yeah, yeah, it's pretty uh, funny. MJ MJ you he's like that yeah, no, he's not there yet. He's not there yet, but he's uh the just to see them take off though, like they take off running and yeah. they don't know all the uh like, Play his positions or, yeah plays position or like the calls so they uh, i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> and then yeah we had one rep that he was actually calling something they never called before like so if they fall to the ground and they have the ball and they don't dribble when they get up you know they call travel yeah normally yeah. in basketball yes you call it travel but like but them, we didn't you know they were like it's just a lot of plenty right but yeah. it, it was good they learned something new because my son he caught on quick he like he ne- the, the next time he fell to the ground, he he made sure he passed it real quick before he jumped yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> uh, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah, so, like, uh, he, I, I think they, they're they enjoying it, so I'm kind of introducing them to my world how I enjoy basketball. I've been showing them. Uh, I showed them And One. It was uh, a... Yeah. yeah, they had a Netflix uh, documentary on uh, what happened, you know, kind of like what happened to And One. Yeah. All right, the rise and fall of And One. That's what it's called. And uh, I was telling them how, like, like basketball was so exciting, felt to me felt so exciting back in the 90s because how, yeah. how it was. And then, um, and then like we we're watching, um, the, the all star game last night yeah. or the, the start of the three, uh, what is that? Because they do three point shooting, dock contests, and yeah, uh, so, uh, there's, I guess, this other obstacle where they go around, but that was, that was last night, but tonight it'll be the actual all star game, mm-hmm. but. Just you know, letting them know like how much I like basketball, and yeah. um, and I really, they really don't know how much I used to play. Like I used to play literally every day, yeah. and uh, and it's so it, it's it's funny being an adult. and I can't do that every day. I have to like yeah. intentionally plan that. You know, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> gotta make sure you're warmed up. Make sure you don't break. Up. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? We never worried about being warmed up. You're like, all right, let's get started. Like yeah, and just play. Cold, yeah, and play all day, and like yeah. now I probably can get a couple of games in and go like, all right, I gotta get out of here. I'm I'm in pain, you know, or uh, <laughs> I, I got something to do. <laughs> and you start wheezing. Yeah, it's only half. It's only half court. Yeah, yeah, all no, right. That's how... <laughs> yeah, because to do full court, I always have to get back in shape. Because like just, again, when it comes to basketball, it's to me, it's like being an opportunist. Because like. You're you're literally looking at how another player is playing, and you exploit how they how they play, right? You like okay, yeah. all right, they leave themselves open right here. They don't know how to guard the ball right here. You're like, you know, it's like they, they can't go left. They ain't got no left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, I mean, being an opportunist can be used in a, a bunch of different ways. You know. Oh, yeah. uh, I I think I really understood it when I was going through AIT, and then had this nco like mentioned to me right before i was going to fort bragg he like take advantage of all the training that you find there because uh that's a base that actually you know has a little money to actually give their people which i found out that is not always true they don't always have money but the training is there yes that is true <laughs> uh but uh i think that kind of woke up the idea I, I think I've been maybe a, a opportunist at slightest, right? But like when it came to that understanding that you see anything, any type of training, any, uh, any way to make your life better, any, you know, it's just yeah. anything that can improve even the people around you. To me, that's you're being an opportunist. You're taking advantage of what's there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, uh, what, what is our, uh, our first point, right? So, yeah. yeah. So kind of, kind of just define Like to me, it's
0: very important to define what we're talking about, just so that everyone understands exactly what you're talking about. Because people could hear opportunists, and they could hear like a negative connotation or a positive connotation. So when we say opportunists, we're talking about opportunists as someone who is always on the lookout for opportunities and who is willing to take risks in order to seize those opportunities.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I hate that it that it was, you know, that it has that negative uh, type of thing on it. Uh, because yeah, it really is not true and that we were talking about it earlier and maybe it was formed from people who are you know maybe had more of a jealous outlook on it or if maybe at some point in time that they were in a bad situation that they felt taken advantage of you know maybe and that's yeah. you know why this definition is because like that was the first thing as we were looking it up the first thing that pops up is like it's negative like, yeah. like and which is um as you keep reading further you'll see or if you find more articles they talk about it in a more positive way than such a negative way, yeah. yeah yeah so now what like uh like the benefits of being an opportunist right uh such as the ability of taking advantage of new exciting opportunities, the potential for personal and professional growth, and the ability to create positive change in the world like uh what do what do you think about that what uh sorry I mean <laughs>
0: I'm not sure if I'm like necessarily an opportunist. I, I definitely do try to take as much, many opportunities as possible. Like, um, like the opportunity to, to join the military because I knew that they would be able to help me get a college education to where I wasn't able to, uh, or not, not saying I wasn't able to, I did not receive anything from the opportunities I took, uh, to get like scholarships. And so like I applied to scholarships, I just never got them. Um, and it's not like I didn't have opportunities to go to school without going to military I did it's just not the way I wanted to do it at the time so you know being able to join the military being able for them to to pay for my schooling uh uh and then it even like um learning opportunities right uh when I joined the reserves here uh, I had a a leading petty officer like the the NCOs above me and he kind of just kind of sat me down and talked me through some stuff like if you want to get into the uh like it or cyber fields then school is great definitely continue to go to school but certifications and stuff like that will help you a lot more especially in and like here in San Antonio or in the spaces that we're in right now and i took that i, I took that to and he told me like what to do or like what certifications to get so right i just started studying um took like six months to get them uh, and then I started working in the field. Like it, it just, it was just like an opportunity to get, take advantage of. And I'm like, and granted, I, I knew like nothing about it other than like what people told me. Yeah. Uh, and like, I definitely don't regret it either. Being able to take those opportunities to um, learn, uh, get the certifications, and of course, you know, getting my degrees and stuff like that. Uh, I I wish I would have taken more opportunities as in, and I think we've talked about it before where like a lot of people they go into college and they don't necessarily realize that there's an opportunity to network with a bunch of people that either have like like like-mindedness or that have a different, um, mindset than you do. Um, and that could like also help you grow just in, in life in general, like it'll help you grow like relationships that you want to, uh, like for friends or like professional relationships later on. Like say if you met someone that becomes like a lawyer, becomes a real estate agent, um becomes an accountant, whatever it is, right? You could use those relationships, not necessarily use those relationships, but take up opportunities from those relationships to learn and grow from those. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with that because that's exactly how I, w- I picked up my IT career is with, with taking advantage of all, like the, the situations that were around me. Uh, I, I probably mentioned to you, I'm not sure if I mentioned on the podcast, but like uh, basically when I uh, was in Germany, um, the unit actually had well it was it was actually meant for more than just our unit but we actually had access to this uh it, it basically IT uh classes on tap pretty much we had a it was like a, a, a civilian lid um and they would actually just uh have windows classes uh serve, microsoft server classes that have uh basically vmware classes that uh comptia classes like it it just they just constantly every month, like this long list of classes that as long as you, uh, um, you went through like the proper channels to get there, you can, you can actually spend a week or two, uh, training and then take the certification at the end of it. So, and this, as, as I found out when you go other places, that is not true. Everything is kind of on you. Like even when I got, got, uh, to San Antonio was, you know, at my unit, uh, basically I had to, you know, kind of build up myself. They actually had they have classes and they do they do things, but it wasn't on the regular it was it was more uh, if you're something that you're interested in, you have to let somebody know and basically how I would do it because if we have access to take uh, what's that the exam so you can get vouchers to take the exam. and when I saw basically I would log in, look at the site and if they say they had some expiring vouchers or whatever. Feel like all right well I'm kind of interested in that let me put my let me go through the you know proper channels whoever I've gotta uh, talk to and have them send me that voucher so I can go ahead and take this class I mean not class but take the exam and then the studying part is on me all right mm-hmm. so then that you know which i uh, I did enjoy that about being active duty that that was available like you know what I'm saying all the time as long as you went online saw what you needed and then talked to whoever you need to talk to then but again, it's the same thing, opportunity. Not everybody paid attention to that. Right? One of the reasons why I knew about it because part of my job was being information insurance. I had to use this certain site that they had all the time. And what was on that site? Uh, expiring vouchers. This is what's, okay. what's expiring. This is what it, but every time, it's always something. I I see something and it, take advantage of it because you can see something and not take advantage of it. It can be in front of your face all the time. I remember when I first moved to Texas, and it was long time ago and I, we were living in, uh, it's Dallas. I might as well say Dallas and not all the little cities. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and basically I, I, I worked at Dave and Buster's, uh, in Frisco, uh, which is near Plano. And, uh, one of the questions I asked somebody is like, you know, why, why didn't you do such and such? And, but I think it was because they were, they were used to being there and not realizing all the opportunity that was around them. Uh, because they were just so used to it. It was there, right? My, uh, mm-hmm. Me coming from Mississippi, where it was like very little opportunity about growth or in figuring out something you want to do. And uh, when I got there and just saw how the universities were, I mean, they, they was um, so much better trying to inform you how to build your career and all this. And I was just like, man, this is, you know, again, one of those things like, all right, um, opportunities that you take advantage of because it's right there in front of your face, you know? Yeah. Uh, that yeah that's and that's that's kind of like how I see a lot of things is if you don't take advantage of it then you you're just I guess uh, you know, it was it squandering right yeah squandering up. yeah 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 you're not you, you're not living your life at your best potential uh, because no. you're just letting certain things just slip right on by. Uh, I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah, and then I I see. Uh, but we have uh share success stories, all right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But, huh? I'm trying to look at a few, but there's like a few. So like,
0: uh so I, I can't remember the specific names. Trying to actually look them up right now, but uh, there are like let's say NBA players, right? They get what's known as the 10 day contract, right? Where, uh, you may know more about it than I do because I haven't really watched uh, basketball in a long ass time, um, but. It's where a player gets an opportunity to play on a on an NBA team uh, for I guess ten days, um, and out of that opportunity, they're afforded or uh, able to get an actual contract with the team to you know stay on the team full time uh, for however long that that new contract is up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I, I haven't I followed it to the point of like understanding contracts, but. That's actually pretty cool, though, because it's like giving you a chance. Because not everybody goes straight to the NBA from college or from high school. You know, it's it, uh, again, it's it's a rare opportunity because the people that you're going up against are, in a sense, like number ones, right? The number ones in their area. And uh, if you're in an area that that wasn't, you know, just you had all these very talented people to play against, then your skills may not be up to par with some of those people. But given the opportunity to see if you can. Cut the mustard right i think that's pretty cool and which is the opportunity that anybody should take advantage of if you are in that position all right and uh maybe that's maybe that's the thing though right when it comes to opportunities maybe th- you know people aren't or they feel like they're there aren't in the the position of taking advantage of certain things uh and uh hopefully you know even listen to this right that they take from it that is not a negative thing to be an opportunist yeah, and and I guess you know with the the definition, right? Is usually the negative part is where you you have no regard for other people when you take advantage of things. And maybe that's the that's the thing, right? They call it negative because of that. But I, uh, I mean, if you're not harming anybody or you're not you know doing anything that's illegal, I mean, I feel like the you know, when it t- when it comes to being an opportunist, you should take advantage of everything, right? Any any and everything. I'll say that. Yeah. And uh, and I guess one of those things you won't know, right, until you've actually tried something and to see that, OK, this is this is not working out. This is this is harming my family. Like, you know, because I could see being an opportunist where it actually harms a family. You're you're neglecting them, right? You're you're not spending enough time with them. You're not helping your children grow, you know, mentally, you know, physically, you know, whatever. Right. You're not you're not helping them. And then but you're taking advantage of everything else. Like you're you're at work constantly you're because you're taking advantage of the ways to grow yourself at your career, or you're, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, right? And you have multiple businesses, you're all everywhere. You're all over the place. You got to network, you got to do these different things, which is, you know, again, could cause some, you know, some of your opportunities to uh neglect your family, which, you know, would well, you find that out too when you know you hear that an entrepreneur is like uh no longer with their spouse because yeah they don't spend any time with them anymore because it's that's the thing they're trying to get out there and build something all right yeah and i think like some people don't realize that like when you take
0: advantage of opportunities you could also lose a lot of opportunities as in uh so like like say in a house right there's x amount of doors but you physically can only go through one of them yeah right so the doors that you don't go through may have other opportunities that you just didn't see or did, didn't take advantage of. So if your opportunity is towards like your professional life, then your personal life may take a hit. Your romantic life, your, or your social life, whatever it is, your health may take a hit. Um, and it's just knowing, you know, when to take advantage of certain opportunities over others and really what's important to you or like important for what you feel is your your future, your future life goals. Uh, and then they kind of go into like like some so it' was all the ten day contracts, so I was not kind of looking into a few of them. and so like some of the notable ten day contracts are like uh, there's this uh, cat named uh, Sean Livingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back in like oh nine and 2010 he signed a two day, two ten day contracts with the with the wizards. Uh, and you know did really well. And then he um, moved to the Golden State Warriors. And after you know, 2014, they won you know, uh, three championships with them. Uh, so, I mean, and these are like opportunities other people get. Like, it's not like just once in a lifetime opportunities. I mean, they make you yeah. feel that way because very little will get them. But even in the NBA, they also have no, uh, or they also have what's out as the, the G League, right? Where people that aren't, you know, that they, they didn't get accepted for, for the NBA. Uh, and but they're still very talented people, and they still want to pursue that career. Yeah, they can play in the G League, and you know, uh, maybe get afforded the opportunity to play for the actual NBA teams like the Warriors, the, the Wizards, the
1: Spurs, whatever it is. Yeah, no, no, that's actually pretty cool. Um, I guess our next one, right? Yeah, we were talking about uh, provide practical tips on how to be more opportuni opportunistic. I'll try to get that around. Get all my syllables in there. Uh, so just being open to new experiences, networking with others, and being willing to calculate, take calculated risk. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, We've kind of been talking about it throughout
0: here. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, it doesn't really matter, like necessarily where you're at, like physically. I guess there, there's always opportunities surrounding. you. Uh, you just have to, you know, be uh open to them or able to see them right so like for like your examples where there were opportunities around not just you but of course other people uh and they necessarily didn't take advantage of those opportunities right maybe they didn't know about them as in like they weren't aware that those training opportunities were available um or they knew they were available they just chose not to take them because something else took precedence let's say like you know they they had like trips or they had leave or they had something else that took precedence over
1: those those training dates. me when it comes to that, I guess taking calculated risks of networking opportunities. I, I mean, again, just like how what I was saying at the beginning when I uh, you sent me a link, I jumped on it immediately. like yeah. well, I actually take it back. not immediately, but I did sign.
0: hey, everyone. quick interruption. I just wanted to say from both Craig and I, thank you for taking the time to listen to us and our random rambling about life. If you have enjoyed this and think even one other person will enjoy this, then please share out this link, whether you found us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other platform. It costs no money and little time, but would have a great positive impact for our podcast and brand. All right, enough with the shameless plug. Let's get back to the podcast.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, I didn't take advantage of your uh, link immediately, but then I actually did go and... Uh, sign up for it so I, I kept receiving the emails and then when I finally saw one that actually fit my date of networking go to a networking event which is conveniently before my birthday so when I hit my goals that it would actually be one of the goals that I met uh, yeah I signed up and you know like I said earlier um, didn't know if I was gonna be able to make it but then I was like I'm gonna figure a way to make it uh, and I, I think I showed up like maybe 30 minutes 30 minutes or an hour late something like that but I still had time to meet people, talk to them, get some advice, and then know that there's something that I would want to continue doing where I would want to come back and meet other people again. But they shared a lot of good information. And you can tell some of the people knew each other uh, that, that they this this has been going on for a while. Yeah. So, you know, try to get into that community would actually just, I know it would benefit me as uh, becoming a real estate investor because this is the, the part I'm trying to work on right now. I knew there was other things I want to do. Like you know, to a certain way, um, at certain point, get into business acquisitions, but first learn how to build assets and build a build a small business with you know with real estate, mm. and then move on to to bigger and better things. But it all starts with taking advantage of the the, the first opportunity to like sort of snowball into something better. I know I, I was looking up earlier some uh, some tips that they had on how to become an opportunist. Yeah, so like I think this one here had like seven seven different things here. It was like uh mix up your routine you know do something a little different yeah I, I I could definitely see that do something spontaneous which is also out of your ordinary right out of your yeah. you know, to say yes when you would normally say no yeah. and that that definitely uh does change things because i know even uh so say someone asks you to go out during the uh, middle of the the week right that's not your normal routine just say yes just so you can do something a little different break up the routine yeah also to me it helps the the brain right if you do something a little different then you 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 realize that it's a uh, a uh, a routine that you're stuck in uh, or a rut that you're stuck in, but then you do something different and it kind of like, it expands you on another level, right? Give, so I guess in this sense, we're saying uh, pay forward, help somebody out and maybe give some advice, different things like that. Be the change you want to see. So keep an open mind open mind about certain things just so you can you can take advantage of what's around you. That I, I say that's something too that I've changed about. I, I'm not having such a fixed mindset, having more of an open mindset about certain things. Because yeah. if you, you shut down too quick, then you won't even, you don't even realize the opportunity. You, you've yeah. already, yeah. you already closed the door. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? uh You know, have a little fun, you know, that, that also, that opens up a lot, right? Because if you're a person that doesn't like to have fun, then you're definitely not going to meet new people, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, just even going to, you know, a, a local bar, I'm not condoning uh, to drinking. So, you know, not everybody has to drink. But the one thing that does happen, you do meet new people, you do communicate, uh, if you had a story to share or whatever, right? It's it's all there. It also said, say uh, say what you feel, right? And this one it's saying uh, you're. I guess I guess would not staying with your emotions, not staying so locked down. And I guess that that does open up. Yeah, I guess that would that would open up a, a new opportunity, right? Even if it came to dating, right? You like, hey, you tell somebody up front. no, you know this is how I live my life, right? This is how I do things. Then you end up single for the rest of your life. <laughs> hey, at least you don't waste time you like because <laughs> that is precious time is precious man like, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And for me like the saying yes uh instead of no definitely helped
0: me a lot um yeah for like just personal and professional growth as in there were things that i may not know, have known how to do but i would say yes anyways and i would just figure it out Right. And it would help me a lot because like, and it was things that like, you know, other people just didn't want to do. Like I say in our line of work, right. Doing like patches for, for systems. Right. And I may not have known how to do that specific patch or whatever it is, but you know, going through it, helping through it, uh, making sure other people understood it communicating back to like developers on how it can be done better or how I could have been done better. Interfacing with customers on how they feel it went, if it improved their their experience of the, the software or of the system. And then also relaying that back, like making sure that just, just taking advantage of everything people needed help with. Like if, if I people someone didn't understand the system, then I would take the opportunity to, tra- uh, to train them. Right? Yeah. Or um, and if I, my training wasn't the best, then I would try to structure it a little bit better. I would tailor it to be a little better. So it's just like, and I think like Elon Musk talks about it a lot is that always look for improvements, like everything can be improved on. And you know, never think that anything is perfect and just keep saying that hey how could this be better how could it be faster how can it be more sleek so like for example like reading, writing a book right if you read a book once and then you go through it and it feels like a little too long you feel like you're laboring the point or you're going too too in depth on a certain thing you could just try to make it better right make it shorter try to get to your point quicker maybe you'd expound on certain examples whatever it is so i think you know doing the say yes instead of no at some point, you do have to say no or you have to do the yes, but type of thing or yes, and as in yeah. like, or it was points where I took on too many things as in like, I was doing too many jobs or too many tasks that things weren't necessarily getting done or they weren't getting done at a, at a good quality. So what I had to start doing was saying yes, and or yes, but as in yes, and I'll need someone's help or yes, but it'll take me a little bit more time because I have this going on. Right. So instead of saying no. I'll still say yes, but I'll like caveat it with something else, just to give it like a better expectation, and it's also better for a or for a better quality product.
1: Yeah, I guess for me, uh, it's continue to do uh, doing something spontaneous. That's something that um, I know that always mixes up today, right? Doing something you don't normally do, you get out of that routine. Yeah, because I guess it's still along the lines of saying yes, too, right? Someone asks you to go out, uh, work or if say you go to another side of town and you go. Go hang out at a restaurant there or go hang out at a bar there or, you know, or go to go to Barnes and Noble on another side of town. Right. Like just doing something totally different that you would you wouldn't normally do. And I guess uh, you go into someone else's place, they come to your place. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So like all of it kind of leads to a a new opportunity, maybe or even just thinking differently. Mm -hmm. All right. Like so. Yeah, being spontaneous, that's one of the, I'm trying to add more into my life because of the fact that I know that it it, it mixes, like that number one, when we, we said it mixes up your routine, but that doing something spontaneous is really what it is. It's just, just go try something totally different. A new trail, because you never know, like, it just wakes the brain up, right? Anything, uh, just having a whole new mindset about doing something you really wanted to do, but I mean, maybe you were afraid to do it, or maybe it just, it never crossed your mind. But yeah, I think, I think the doing something spontaneous, actually, that and I know there's something else that and maybe it didn't, it didn't talk about this one because I picked this article, but, you know, learning something new, right? That's actually, to me, where it kind of forms that new opportunity. Uh, just pick, yeah, just picking up a new skill. Because if you think about it, right? So say if you were, uh, you've never welded before, right? But you learn how to become a welder. Mm. Guess what? You've, you've just learned a new skill, but you can also create an opportunity. What if someone just needs a part-time welder? You just learn how to pick that skill up, and there you go—you have just created a new source of income. And, I mean, it just this as simple as that. But that—I think that's where I think that one in this article it missed out on that, learn something new because I think that creates opportunities. Yeah, I think for me another one is to learn how to fill gaps. Yeah, and like let's continue
0: like with basketball, right? So in basketball, there's five positions, there's five players on the team. Yeah, right. If I have like a really good shooting guard or point guard like Curry, right? The, for the next draft, I'm not going to get another shooting guard or pointing guard because I already have that, right? Yeah. I'll probably need more of a power forward. I'll probably need more. And, and if you don't know what these like positions are, that's okay. But I'm just saying that there's five people. Yeah. If I have Curry, I don't need another Curry. Yeah. I need someone else to to help him out to either go down the line because he can shoot threes all day. He can shoot outside the half port. I don't care. If I have him, I don't need him again, right? Well, it would be good to have him. If there's other positions to fill. If I need someone that can do a better way of defending, right, whatever it is, I need to find those gaps. So and the reason why I say that is because you may be on the trajectory of a certain career. You may have like a specific position in mind that you want to do, but then you find other people that are already in that position and you still want to join a team. What The best way to do it is to fill the gaps that they're not doing Right, so if someone's yeah. not interfacing with the customer enough, then you can do that, right? If someone isn't taking like meeting notes and that's like a requirement, then you can do that, right? And, and some of these things aren't like the most like sexy or nice or things to do, but they're ways to provide opportunities for you and increase the the companies, the the teams, the people that you're around, stuff
1: like that, just to increase the value that's around there. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> That's good, man. That definitely is something that, that can help you out. The, going along with that, when you say fill in the gaps, that that's the same as like doing the jobs that no one else wants to do. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, because to me, that's what that fill in the gap is. It, like Maybe no one wants to do that job or no one has the talent for that job, right? And then that fill in the gap is, yeah. So that's awesome, man. I like that one. Yeah. All right, man. Looks like we're down to our frugal and cheap. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this one here, this one, I was thinking about my wife, um, uh, and also he, as an opportunist, right? Uh, extreme couponing, right? Yeah. Getting everything for free. <laughs> I hope you know not on us. Uh, to the, everything, sometimes she doesn't get everything for free, but she gets it really cheap. Like yeah. she, uh, for a while, she was actually into couponing where it was this, uh, actually in a sense, awesome for us, but then also becomes a burden because she, she finds, uh, What is it? Like too much stuff. Like she ended up getting to a point where she had to start donating some of the things that she was getting when it came to uh, personal care items or laundry or soaps, all these different things. Right. Like, like she would actually get this stuff for free. I remember one um, NCO, like he was like, he was like, man your wife's going to go to jail, man. All that stuff. She's silly. <laughs> like silly. <laughs> like, but it was actually pretty, pretty funny. Cause I had to show I was like, man, look at this. And like she'll send me pictures. Like, especially while we were deployed, like she'll send me pictures. Look at the, all the, uh, all the stuff she got. And that's what he said. To, like, <laughs> so funny. But,
0: Cause I've seen like shows on it too, where they'll do like the extreme couponing and like, where people yeah. are like, like where the store actually ends up paying them. I don't know if that's actually a thing. Cause you know, from when I used to work in a grocery store and it would have coupons you'd have to pay attention to them as in like it's like one per transaction or one per yeah, transaction. per transaction yeah, something like that so like could like stack up on them too many times and I think it's because people were doing that right like they were just like stacking on the coupons like well I got like these three coupons yeah. to make basically make this thing free or you like you end up rolling me and I was like man that's crazy like I mean like I used to coupon a lot or like uh, my, my parents so they used to coupon but I mean I don't know if we ever got that that good at
1: yeah yeah no, nah, she was actually into that. Like, I don't see, and I don't even know if they still do it the same way. Where uh, newspapers, where they would have all these coupons in there. Yeah, they do. They, yeah, so yeah, she would actually go. Compons. Yeah, she would make, she would go buy newspapers and yeah. get all these coupons and yeah, and that's how uh, she would actually end up getting. Because yeah, so when you have what do you call it like a grocery store or something like that, and they yeah. do double and triple coupons, like yeah, yeah. they stack up. Yeah, so you they allow it, and then you you just that's what they do. You like. You constantly do it to, like you get this group of things like literally for nothing like yeah. five bucks I bought I bought fifty dollars worth of stuff for five dollars you know like wow. stuff like that yeah, yeah. well <laughs> but as yeah. I like it sometimes becomes something that you don't actually need yeah I don't even use or you're like yeah so I didn't need all this laundry detergent I ain't got this much laundry yeah exactly that's that's how it ended up, <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> but yeah no uh, so I don't know. For me, I, I I think that could be used in a frugal way. Depends on, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess the perspective of someone else. You know, right? Like some people don't have the time or the patience to do all that uh, to go and see, sit there and clip through, uh, look through newspapers and clip coupons. Yeah. And then I, I think anything. that's just the the time commitment portion is
0: what well, would kind of put me on the fence between frugal and cheap. Yeah. How much time are you actually committing to to get these coupons? Yeah. The, yeah. Where. Um, and granted, now that nowadays they have like apps that you can get coupons and stuff like that. So, but even then, like trying to find coupons or even like finding those specific products, like yeah, yeah really does it really like save you money if you're getting like all the name brand stuff versus like say dude, we're just getting the, the the generic stuff like great value or, or yeah, like here H and got Hill Country Bear stuff like that. But yeah.
1: So yeah, I guess it would be one of those things on the fence, but. I- I'll still call it frugal, even though, yeah, it, it can be time consuming. Cause yeah, yeah, and then that's like what, say the stores going across town, yeah, yeah I and hear that. Like, yeah, it's it <laughs> way worse at certain stores. Like, guess, yeah, like, exactly. Like
0: or like, <laughs> Albertsons, whenever it is. Yeah, yeah, man.
1: Well, okay, all right,
0: all right, man. You want to close us out? Yes, yeah, sir. I just want to thank everyone for listening to the Life podcast. This is Craig and Jay signing off. Please like and subscribe and share it out to anyone that you think would benefit from it. I will see you next week. All right. See you next week.